four kids question mark <laughs> this is an interesting topic and we've kind of touched on it a little bit um but the big reason that we want to dial back into this now is we've been in this big Yu-Gi-Oh kick and it's one of the most infamously like edited by four kids lately you know uh, from the covering of cleavage to finger pews and all that shit we're not at the minute mark, so I don't want to say that word to kill this video. <laughs> and everyone's favorite weapon that can destroy Thanos with his infinity gauntlet, the hammer gun. Oh god. Yeah, like that's that's the thing, right? Like we've had we've had finger guns, we've had like um like the the hammer gun, the the sucker for instead of a cigarette. There's all sorts of dumb edits that they've done. But my my favorite my favorite dumb thing that they ever did was just the elimination of any real religion early on in Yu-Gi-Oh! But then they, they dialed back on that shit really, really hard. Because you you would hear, like, mentions of hell, you know, a fictional place in a fictional book, depending on what religion you believe in. And then they're like, but we can't call it that, you know, it's the graveyard or the shadow realm only to just change it like two three episodes later it's there's no there was no semblance of like standards in any of their kind of editing but god forbid if you show above like the top of the cleavage on a monster <laughs> yeah i have i um i think it's like people thinking like oh a kid's gonna see the same thing of what an adult is seeing right and that's like but here's the thing now. here's the thing that does not make any sense whatsoever whatsoever women are seen in bathing suits all the time when they go to a swimming pool mm -hmm. what, so how is, is that how is that different than like armor on dark magician girl or the a, a or top on ladies. yeah exactly it, it's it's our perverted mind more here in the western audience when it comes it's to like, oh, booby means so. sex therefore can't show the kid even though it's just fucking anatomy <laughs> it's like oh these this boob armor has spikes on it Ooh, scary let's remove it Ooh. actually i think that would be kind of scary <laughs> yeah that's a little different um so why there's a webcam on here is recently we kind of partnered up with kill the crooks and because I'm going to take my webcam down because it looks fucking stupid on this. It's a anime-inspired streetwear company. Kind of rush out to them like, "Hey, I'd love to I'd love to kind of dive into all of this with you." So, we have a discount code. It'll be in the description of this video if you want to go and check out their new drop. Uh, right now I'm wearing their Goons drop hat. I'm not putting the hoodie on. It's 100 degrees in my apartment right now because the AC here sucks. So, yeah. All of it, I've got pictures up on our or our um, Twitter and my personal Twitter as well, if you want to take a look at the hoodie. All of their stuff is really well made. It's super high quality. It's not that dropship bullshit that you get from most, like, internet anime clothing companies, which is why I'm, I'm particular, very, very, very fucking particular when it comes to clothes. And they're not the first company that I've approached to be, like, in a partnership with. And I've said no based just directly on the quality of clothes. So if I'm pushing it as something that we actually like, I'm going to say it's actually quality. And I will stay in a partnership with them. And, you know, 
but you'll get 15 percent off your order with our our code hoodies are usually around 60 70 dollars t-shirts around 30 40 the hat was 20 um and i'm really really happy with the quality of the hat even though i'm not the biggest hat guy so you go check them out anyway i'm going to turn the webcam off because i'm dripping sweat in it and it looks like shit <laughs> so yeah Boop. anyway back to four kids <laughs> i want to get yeah. that out of the way <laughs> i didn't want now, to front load i didn't want front load mm -hmm. the video because i hate when somebody opens up directly there with that sh but um i also kind of like did want to honor the ad ring too <laughs> yeah now oh. to be uh, i'm just gonna say to be fair on four kids part they, they, they did do. They did do some good. Uh, oh, yeah. As much as much as it might be hard to believe, ha hard to believe sometimes, they have done good stuff in the past. Like they brought Yu-Gi-Oh and One Piece to the to the West. There's no denying oh, no, that. Good thing for One Piece, though. Yeah, the one. <laughs> well, I mean, the One Piece rap is a bop. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Everything else was objectively shit, and that's why it took me so long to even try One Piece again. Because that was my first impression of One Piece, was that adaptation, if you want to even call it that. And, you know, it, it's notoriously shit on because it was so all over the place. With like, And it's already a wacky premise if you read the manga or watch the actual anime. anime. But for that to be the first impression to the West, like it was really off-putting because of all the choices they made. But you are right, like, it, it did a great service to the Western anime audience, and Yu-Gi-Oh! specifically became the cultural phenomenon that it did because of that. Yeah, and, um, for, um, and also for kids um, with Pokemon, like how they brought Pokemon to the West as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, jelly-filled donuts. Jelly-filled donuts? No, uh, everything has to be jelly-filled donuts. <laughs> Now, since, since we're on this, like, four kids' obsession with removing cultural, like, food elements from their series. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense if you, uh, if you look, if you look at, like, um, the first episode with Ghastly at, 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 in the Pokemon anime, where you have Misty in a kimono. Right, no, like, that was a choice, like... <laughs> It's very odd, everything that they did. I, I still don't understand some of the choices they made. But on others, I'm like, okay, I can kind of understand this. Like, this wouldn't make sense to a five-year-old, you know, because Pokemon is aimed at a younger audience. But at the same time, you know, it's it's still food. It's still a dress. It's still a fucking whatever. And kids aren't as stupid as adults think they are. Like, they are notoriously fucking intelligent, for lack of a better term there. So they yeah. would be able to grasp, like, through context clues, through, like, oh, this is a type of food. They are eating this thing. You know, it's not like every kid is born with the brain cell of a fucking amoeba, you know. <laughs> but it, the, the fun thing to me, like, I'm just touching on, like, the cultural... The, like removal like cultural erasure that they kind of did my like a series like one piece made no sense to adapt for them when you get down to it because there are so many different varying cultures from island to island you know 
Could you imagine if they made it to fucking Dressrosa or to, oh my what or to fucking Wano now? If, oh, if for... probably skip over Dressrosa. Yeah, so. have you? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you you guys have seen the infamous clip of what if uh, what if they got to Frankie from One Piece and he basically has the voice of Amber Mammoth from Yu Gi Oh GX. Oh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Oh God. Oh god, my brain hurts thinking about that. <laughs> and, and and just just to clarify, like I'm not the biggest One Piece person, like but that there is so integral to the story of One Piece that I it, it baffles me now having read a giant chunk of it, you know, that they even bothered with it. But at the same time it makes so much sense because they were throwing fucking darts at the wall trying to scoop up anything they could to kind of keep afloat because yeah and i think so, sorry i was just go ahead, oh, go ahead. yeah i was just gonna say uh, i think what happened was that they got one piece in a package deal with shaman king so like they had if they weren't shaman king they had to have one piece that would make more sense because as dog ass as that fucking that adaptation of shaman king was and i'm not the biggest fan of the current uh, adaptation of Shaman King either, but um, it's still better uh, in some parts and worse than others. That's about all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> like It would make sense if they got in like a package deal, but it, for kids to me, uh, as a gamer, feels like what THQ was at the end. You know? Oh, totally. And yeah. it, it was just kind of there floating, picking up anything they could, trying to make more money until it went under. And, and as fucked as it is to say, like, it's a good thing it went under, because if it had continued down that path, it could have irreversibly damaged anime here. And now that we actually have good studios adapting stuff, and we have actual proper adaptations of some of these franchises that they completely brutalized they get a chance to live on and have an even deeper legacy than the memes that have come out of these. Like, Pokemon now, like, if you look at Journeys or anything that, like, we're, we're going to ignore uh, Sun and Moon. We're going to ignore Sun and Moon. I love I, Sun and Moon. I love, yeah, moon. what are you talking about, I, I I fucking hate the art style for it. Thanks. Um, Have you seen the Stoutland episode from Sun and Moon? I, I the story's good. The animation just disgusts me. <laughs> That's all. Watch it any day of the week rather than X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry. Even though oh. people gush oh. about the animation so much, I that is a hot. That is a hot topic. I, 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 I love. Uh, now that you've mentioned, I'd love you to have an argument with Lumiere's trainer sack. Oh God, please. Let me, it's like I, his animation is great. I just, I just go to sleep watching it. I, I agree, like, X, Y, and Z, as fun as it was for, like, a starter pack for kids, because it was kind of like that reset. That's what I love about, like, all of the more recent, you know, Pokemon, is they kind of have a reset so another generation can come in and enjoy them. But it had the, the best start, sort of, for new kids to come in and enjoy that, um, enjoy that show. But I will agree, like, plot-wise, they didn't really think it out too well because it felt so disconnected by the time you get to x y and z from x and y and it would just feel like well what the hell was the point of all the other journey 
but like animation wise like sun and moon just didn't did not do it for me journeys however like the new shit i fucking love like the animation style is so fluid so crisp i i love it but we wouldn't have got that we wouldn't have even gotten to that point if four kids continued down that path oh but, yeah for sure and fucking um Yu-Gi-Oh! could you imagine if four kids well they kind of did they kind of did they technically still run it because four kids became 4k entertainment yeah by konami yeah they and still kind of have fair. their hands on it yeah yeah, and to be fair, Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, that's the perfect um series for four kids to adapt. Like if 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 they were still around today as four kids and they were doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, that would be perfect for them because yeah. it is geared toward it is pretty much more child friendly. Yeah, and, and that's I almost feel like the point I was going to get to is like I, I would love to see them kind of do the the older take like they used to on stuff like fucking five D's and censor the ever loving shit out of it and fucking V reigns and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't think they would ever have gotten to it. If they continued down the same path either, but sevens or go rush stuff like that would be perfect fits for them. Stuff like the, the choice to life, like fucking Beyblades, uh, Bakugan, you know, those kind of series would have been perfect for them as well. Because they were more geared towards that audience that they targeted, and they would have just been perfectly simple, like, boom, 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 here you go, here's your story, and there would have been no effort needed to be in there, because they, they're so simplistic in their story, because they're there just to push merch. That's the whole point of stuff, like Monsuno, fucking Bakugan, Beyblades, is just suck toys. So they're, they're such a simple story but engaging enough to a younger audience to just sit there and be glued to the TV or the iPad now, because who the fuck has a TV? <laughs> you know, unless you're a gamer. When it's glorious. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless you're a gamer, which is what I'm literally looking right. at my TV right now. Right. I use it for to watch Netflix and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, in, in the traditional family sense, like, you put the fucking the iPad in front of little Timmy and like you watch your thing there. I'm not putting that in front of little Timmy. Little <laughs> Timmy's going to watch terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, Tim, little Timmy's going to watch, uh, going to watch a character holding, uh, holding a gun. We've got to change that to a squirt gun, which would make more sense in the one piece world. Considering devil fruit uses are weak to water. Oh, weak to water to like, like shoulder length. You know how much water they would have to need for the <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Holy shit. They would have yeah. to strap like tubs of water to their back. <laughs> now, also I will say, another positive for um for kids is that they did give us one of the best uh adapta- one of the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series ever oh, in yeah. the form of the two thousand three series. Oh yeah, hands down. Like that that has gotta be their crowning achievement to me. Like that series single-handedly made me fall back in love with the turtles because it was so masterful everything that came there from that series was just i don't know who the fuck was in charge of buying series but that dude deserves the sloppiest blowy ever because that (laughs) that was the perfect thing for them to pick up and it fit perfectly 
Oh, sorry. It fit perfectly in that time slot, too. Like, right as you were getting super awake, they're eating your fucking Fruit Loops in front of the TV. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. And, and amazingly, it was surprisingly darker than some that you you watch some of that stuff and you think, how how is this okay here, but not in something like 4K, not in something like Pokemon or One Piece? Right. Here's the funny thing. They had a direct involvement with that one. Like, usually they were just, you know, besides, like, Pokemon and, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and a few other properties, they just mostly, you know, just broadcasted, like, just yeah. shows that they got the rights for. This one, they had a direct involvement with the Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtle series. Oh, God, yeah. I'm pulling up, like, everything that they were in charge of really quick, because I, I, it's been so long since we did or, the addition, the original research for this that I kind of... And I am also on a new phone from then, so, like... Okay, so... Uh, license and Productions, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Christ. my God! I've just realized... Uh, I've just known it, because I've brought it up as well for four kids. Do you remember Cubics? Oh God, robots yeah, for cute. everyone. Yes. Yeah, because I was actually, because I was actually watching like an episode of that yesterday, and I was, and I've just, I'm like, oh my god, four kids did it. That makes so much sense. Uh huh. And Common Rider Dragon Knight, remember that? Which is fire. Which was fire and one Amy or something. Oh, god. <laughs> The, the irony in all of that one is the it fucking won a daytime Emmy. That's what it was. Yeah, it won a daytime Emmy, and the actor that played the MC in that for it's been like ten fucking years since that shit aired. Directly says, just pirate it because <laughs> you can't fucking get it Wait, anymore. It's fire. It's a really good show. <laughs> and they also did Kirby right back at you. Right back at you. God. Oh my god, they also did the Biker Mice from Mars! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? The Cramp Twins! Yeah, they did a lot more. Ultimate Muscle, Viva Pinata. I remember loving the Cramp Twins when it was airing over here. And like, four kids did that? I know I'm old as dirt, but does anybody remember Fighting Foodies? God, no. yes. <laughs> it, okay, it's a show. It's essentially like Pokemon, but food. But it's like sapient talking food that is humanoid somewhat, except for their heads. Their heads are still food. Mm-hmm. It, I remember that shit. Like, I the, the amount of dumb shit that they did that I completely forgot about. They did Stargate Infinity. God damn. Skunk Foo. Well, they, they licensed that uh, for broadcast. But, uh, Cartoon Saloon and Cake Entertainment. I forgot how much Cake Entertainment was involved in this shit, too. I... Holy fuck. I watched me a shit ton of, like, Winx Club. <laughs> yeah. I never watched Winx Club. I recommend well, that, watching it. it if that you was, like that was my... Mm-hmm. That was my thing because, like, uh, as a kid, I would watch nothing but magical girl shit. I, I will, I will definitely, I will definitely put it on the list. Speaking of magical, mag, magical girl stuff, one thing that I can safely praise for kids for is that at least they didn't do the original card captors. God, 
Now yeah. I will say I will say much as that much as that um it much as that looking back now is awful. Um I will say it did it was the first magical girl thing I watched that I honestly liked, honestly on the level of Pokemon at the time. And I didn't care that the main character was a, was a was a girl. It was still to me as a kid, it was still cool. And that theme song, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Fex. Much as you might want to dismiss, the theme song was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I uh, I own the cloud cards from that adaptation too, <laughs> and I own because I I would buy all the merch from the shows that I loved, and uh, because. Why the hell would you not when you're a little fucking kid? I still own somewhere in one of my storage units full of shit the original um Sakura doll somewhere. Okay. Um and I own all of the Cubics robot that they made too somewhere. Uh unless that got lost a long, long ago. I w- I wish I really wish I got the Cubics robot. <laughs> kind of wish I had it too. But yeah. all right, that, uh, that needs to have a reboot at some uh, uh, at some point. It would be so topical now, too. As fucked as that is, it would be so topical now because we're getting to the point where like everything's really super automated, and like having a robot like that when you have people like Elon Musk building robots to do every fucking task possible, like, it would be so cool to have like a f- more modern take on Cubics because they were all just essentially fucking helper bots in their own rights. Um, yeah, but you know, the other one that really I completely forgot was owned by them was. Do you remember Dinosaur King? Oh yes, I watched it so much. That was such Love a cool show. concept. Like, I I was a sucker for those like action, like childish actiony, like card style battling anime back then. Uh, Duel Masters, fucking, like, Digata Defenders to some degree. Tai Chi Chasers, what the heck is this? Yeah, I was looking at that one, like, that sounds familiar, but... It's a card game, so it's it's one of those, like, bargain bin, like, card game animes that people don't remember. God. It was lost in the shuffle, it was like, oh no, this isn't Yu-Gi-Oh, this isn't uh, Chaotix, this isn't... This isn't. There's card card games out there for pretty much everything. Oh, it was. uh, It's a Korean one. Uh, That makes sense. That's probably why it didn't do super well here. So, yeah, also RIP Buddy Fight. You you, you had a decent run. It's it's (laughs) over? That card game's been. Bandai Ben killed it for a little for a while ago. I had no idea. I just vaguely remember seeing it like in stores for a while and then it was gone. I just figured it didn't sell well enough, so they just went to online. Like um there's another one that was kinda like that. Force of Will. That was mostly like sold on that line now. Mm. Look, the mm-hmm. art of Force of Will was fucking fire. It reminded me of like old school um there was another fucking car game that kind of did that like super poppy anime style that I can't even remember the name of it now. My my brain has gone blank. Um, but anyway, like they did full art for every fucking card. It was really cool, but probably super expensive too. 
Um, but yeah, and everything was like foily, so super dope. I used to use their cards to make proxies mostly, because it was just easy to strip it off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the big, 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 big part of this like whole thing is like there's so many like little tiny changes. So there's so many dives on YouTube, right? That we kind of be retreading it. But the biggest one I I really want to touch on. Is what they've done to Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Because from like the the finger guns to like the dark dual discs to Shadow Realm, like if you think back, that kind of made it more impactful to our like our demographic in our region. Oh yeah. Even as stupid as it is to omit, you know, mentions of religion and stuff like that, and to censor boobies because jesus fuck like the, the, the religion part i get is like little tippy's mom is like but but Timmy, don't <laughs> blaspheme yeah which doesn't make any sense when you consider you that they had hell in my child's cartoon <laughs> but, but here's the here's the thing those type of parents would never buy their kids Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the first place. It doesn't matter what type of censorship you get. I know. But also as well, going back to the religious allegory um, for kids, what was the scene of all the calculs? It's a fucking pentagram. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna remove everything, but we're gonna keep the, the pentagram theme with like Dark Magician in that card. <laughs> it it makes sense to the bravo. word dark. How dare you? You're right. They have the same name as me, Black. So, yeah. <laughs> well, also, well, also as well. Do you do you know what Umbreon's Japanese name is? Blackie. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely won't fly here. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, Blackie. God. Oh. Fuck me and Umbreon just sitting there confused. Oh, by the way, just just to just on a side tangent here, um, Ann Arbor, if you're listening to this, just gonna point out, Digimon was not four kids; that was Fox Kids. because he said he said in the chat, I uh, he said in the chat, Luke, I hope you I I hope you give them hell for what they did to Digimon, and I was like, yeah, that wasn't four kids. Yeah, I I saw that. I'm like, I, as much as I want to give them hell for that. And you yeah, can't really... no involvement with it whatsoever. Uh, the... oh, can, the... can you imagine? Can you imagine if four? Uh, and this was what, as well, what I wanted to touch on in this topic. What if four kids was around today and still doing, like, adapting stuff like um, four kids most... crossover with interspecies reviewers? Let's go. <laughs> the most random of random series you can think okay, of for that, them to that, adapt. That show would just be one episode at that point. But <laughs> also as well, can you imagine them doing Digimon back in the day where you have yes, you have Mayo's mom being revived at the hour of the beast? They would and... change the. T Here's the things they would do. They would change the time. They would edit any form of Mayo's or Delta. How do, how do you edit? How do you edit Angimon and Angiwoman? Uh, Angiwoman. Uh... Simple. Uh, get get rid of get rid of their wings. That's be the first thing to do. <laughs> Give them jetpacks. <laughs> um, hack off the angel woman's breast. I'm not joking. They probably would do this. Oh yeah, off. they would. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, have a have an awesome chest plate for. Her. 
and changed their names. Instead of being Angel Woman, she's now Cherimon. Jet Tailmon. There you go. Well, what about late? Well, what about Devimon and Lady Devimon? Okay, okay. Do the exact same thing uh, for Lady Devimon and just call her Black Jet Tailmon. <laughs> I hate That's how this would work. Just, just, just <laughs> chop off his horns. Um, give him like, give him a bald head. Like, like, give him like a little bit of hair. Make it look like he's balding a little bit, and just call him Business Suit Mon. <laughs> yeah, give and him all, a briefcase. And also, you have to change. You have to change Angie Woman's attack from Heaven's Charm to um, uh, to um, spirit, spirit Charm. <laughs> It'll be spirit charm, or it'll be like uh, you know, cat themed. So it'll be you know, um, I don't know, scratching post charm. There you go. <laughs> God. Oh also, God. draw the draw, you have to draw the tail on her, just so they know it's still you know, yeah. Got a got a tail on whatever. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, uh, think about. Uh... Because they would pick the most random shit, too. Could you picture them doing something like Konosuba or Jobless Reincarnation? Because they would see, like, the premise of it being in a video game and be like, Oh, okay, this is pretty cool. Well, and then, like, wait, we can't show any of this. <laughs> right? like, why do we have an entire episode of the main character's parents banging? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, can you imagine them doing Rising of the Shield Hero? <laughs> Yeah, I would. I could still see them calling her bitch, um, because that would make sense for four kids. But there would be no mention of SA or anything like that because, again, they would try to gear it towards kids. Uh, Raftalia would be much more covered up. <laughs> Probably they give her like some sort of smock to wear instead of being basically naked. And they'll just cut out all the scenes of the chicken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shit. So like, no white chocobo for y'all. This is removed. <laughs> you know, it's baffling to think about like all the changes they would make to stuff like that, though, because most of what they did made no fucking sense. Here's one thing that doesn't make sense. Um. Like removing OSTs and then making entirely new ones—that's a lot of money. <laughs> I don't I'm... care what anyone says. Rave Masters, fucking ska punk OP, total no, bop. I'm not like the openings. The openings okay, but it's just like the, the just the random like background music, like so Getsu, all of that. So, so Getsu, I have to disagree with you on that one for um for three words: Egyptian god theme you you cannot deny the 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 uh, english egyptian uh, english theme for the egyptian god cars is uh, is epic oh yeah it doesn't mean that they're not good it's just like an extremely expensive process he's not wrong like uh, i know i know but like like all bad i was just say but why though it, it, it's <laughs> certainly a fucking choice like just to give a I little guess... a little context here, getting clearance to air this music in all the countries that it's labeled in, right? So 
for four kids, it'd be licensed basically in everywhere in North America, Canada, fucking Mexico, pretty much most South American uh, territories as well. They they touched in, so they would have to get the rights to license it out in any any of those countries for their dubs. And then they would have to go in mm -hmm. produce the music. This is all shit I've had to deal with recently. <laughs> Having get, gotten back into writing music. So, like, getting into dealing with all that bullshit, going through, getting approval. If you use even a sample in any of those countries, so say they take the first 30 seconds of the original theme from Yu Gi Oh! We'll use that as an example. Yeah. They'd have to get the rights from the Japanese studio to play that first 30 seconds in all of those countries and then get approval from their own governments if the, there's any kind of themes in that music that they don't like going broad strokes with this, of course, and then being able to air it in that time slot that the show would be airing in and any subsequent, like, you know, this is now, you know, syndicated on 17 other channels and the one we originally aired it on. So I have to pay for the rights to license it that way. It's very fucking costly. <laughs> not, not to, not, not to mention that. Like the every, openings. Yeah. Um, not, not to mention with the openings, uh, I think every time they would air, they would probably have to pay royalties to the actual mm -hmm. vocalists themselves. Be pennies on the dollar. You don't really pay them as much. You just pay like the the record label mm -hmm. mostly, and then they would get the pennies off of those pennies. Oh God, Warner Brothers. <laughs> because because if you have the if you have the master like rights to your music, you're gonna be rich forever. Like. Yep. But if you don't, you make pennies off the dollar off your own music. Yep. Yep. That's why I never understood, like, artists were going so hard for, like, the whole, like, piracy thing. It was like, sure, people can pirate your CDs and stuff, but you're not really making that much money off of them. No, we've got to do it what, what South Park did. We're just about the money. Yeah. Like, and, and see, like, that's the thing that the record label specifically for all of these remember how hard they push like the the fucking soundtracks for like to be a master or music to duel by back in the day mm -hmm. like think how much they made off of that kind of shit only like little tiny chunks of that would go to the voice actors that would be on that right because you would have like little snippets from the show like little sound bites like those three, four, or five seconds of them talking in there before the next track, you would have like pennies on the dollar to them on top of paying pennies on the dollar to whoever made the music itself. So, oh, whoever over like their music, they got the full dollar, right? <laughs> right, like it, it's crazy. Like, the fucking soundtrack to like the Pyramid of Light movie, absolute bop. <laughs> I still use that music occasionally just to focus. Pyramid Light Deck back in the day. God. Those cards were terrible, but I loved them. Right. I, I, I ran one too. Like, <laughs> I, I literally bought a whole fucking dumb kid brain. I bought a whole like booster box of those cards thinking there was more than like nine cards total. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, these are all the same fucking pack. What the hell? I mean, Don't luckily, even get reminded on like shining, like shining blue eyes because that card's terrible and you couldn't even summon it oh God. at the time because blue eyes ultimate dragon didn't get printed until 
wait, what? Four, three, four years later. Four years later, ridiculous. Yeah. And yet Yugi was Yugi managed to summon it with Monster Reborn in the movie. <laughs> Anime logic, am I right? <laughs> yeah. No, he cheated. <laughs> nah, it's the heart of the cards. What are you talking about? No, he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> But like that, that's the thing. Like, so much came out of that, and then you you start to think like, as you're an adult, like how much of four kids relied on product placement, because every single show that they picked up eventually, other than like One Piece or Shaman King, kind of turned into like a merch whore, because you you got all the big ones like Kirby right back at you had action figures. Fucking the turtles have forever been that way. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh, obviously the card game, they had action figures of everything from, like, the fucking uh, mystical elf to goddamn Winged Dragon to Raw. <laughs> and then, like, fucking Pokemon, obviously the card game, you got the, like, all the toys, all the plushies. Now you got fucking Squishmallows I'm gonna be hunting down because I need my boy Gengar. <laughs> you would think they would make that much money, like, marketing, like, Pokemon because... Like Pokemon Company. Was, oh God, they know. got the big chunk of it. But like, and just being licensed out like that, you have to think they would get some sort of residual kickback. How much? We'll we'll never know the finances of four kids, obviously. But you, it's just something you think about. Like, unless we just randomly ask Konami, is like Konami, can we know this? And they'd be like, no. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let me slide in Konami's DMs. I'm still waiting on Young Grave to hit me back up because I asked him to license a song for a skit. <laughs> I'm never oh. gonna. I, I'm not a milf. I'm never gonna hear back from him. <laughs> oh, speaking of skits, can you imagine four kids doing Chainsaw Man? God no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this... my editing of like. Digimon still applies, so do the same things I said there. Right, honestly. So, so Denji's so chainsaws turn into popsicle sticks. No, it's gonna be a laser. <laughs> Haven't you remember, like, you, you know, they, they replaced the chainsaw with a laser chainsaw? <laughs> it's gonna be more badass. <laughs> And Makima's not. Makima doesn't have um, seven dogs um, that, uh, for some reason, um, and she doesn't have the. And there's no lesbian harem. Yeah. No, I see. Definitely, whatever. Because exist. it's gonna be no. Because it's gonna be. It's gonna be a sleepover. They're all gonna be in their onesies. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get Quanshi and a Makima onesie. Uh, Makima's ass is going to get nerfed into oblivion. I'm sorry, simps. Uh, <laughs> no, no you know flatter, what? It's going to be flatter than Plank from Ed and Eddie. <laughs> you, no! you, know be, you, you know what be edited um, to high heaven? The final, the final scene where uh, Denji's charging at Makima with the chainsaw and her boobs are like just right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yes, like there, there's going to be um. Come on in. Anybody, of course, everybody remembers uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh. Capsule Monsters. Oh, God. The exclusive four-kids season. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, a spin-off season that literally has the the, the, main, the main cast and nobody oh, else. Yep, moving on, 39 minutes. Uh, What's up, niggas? <laughs> 
Thurman made it. Uh, hey, gonna, Thurman. You gonna dip in? Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, I gotta do two things here real quick. You gotta get the other screen up really quick. But like, that's the thing, right? Like, I I'm so curious exactly um, where we'd go with the. There's one other series, and I I got gotta get you guys. Uh, Opinions on it. Could you picture them getting fire punch? Hell no. Oh, oh god, no. Definitely not. Fire spark punch. Fire no. Fire punch, particularly like Dogfucker and the uh the the scene where you become a human battery. I wanna um I wanna ask um if I could ask Fujimoto one question, it would be this. Have you been hanging out with Mayuri from Bleach? God. That, that would make sense when you think about like him hanging so out with Mayuri. Sense. You know, I, I'm i just... like There's so many series that I would love to see like how brain-dead the changes would be. But you, you gotta stop back and think like some of these series definitely would never pass the vibe check for them. Even with the randomness of all of their shit that they've picked up. Because there's thousands upon thousands of, like, etchy series that would be so super fun to see them attempt to that, adapt. Like High School of the Dead, for example. Or uh, High School DXD. You know, you, you would get, like, random, you know, dumb you edits. To, the, the funny part about that... I, I have got... That you'd have to... You would literally have to take... Take, so so let, 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 let's let's dissect this for a second, okay? Let's take any anime you can think of. Any anime, doesn't matter. Any anime. And then if you apply the four kids formula to it, you would have to literally, like a surgeon, cut away at everything that you know is not perfect for kids. So, for example, High School of the Dead, right? So, no blood. So, already the, the biggest one is no blood. Cut that down. Yeah. No boobs whatsoever. The but most famous scene would not exist. Yes, no, so no, any sort of like smoking or drinking of any kind, or that it's going to be changed to water, or it's going to be changed to so from having a lollipop. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, violence is going to be cut down um, immeasurably. Uh, no cuss words. Um, like it wouldn't even be high school that did it at that point. It would just literally just be like, who's going to eat ice cream with me now? Your candle's dead. <laughs> it's literally like it, it, it's so. Funny. Actually, now that I think about it, there is one series that they could potentially do. It um, it would still be edited, but it, it could potentially work, and that would be Dot Stone. I don't think you need that much editing with Doctor Stone. Besides, you had to do that much editing. Besides the blood, I guess, and I guess like the alcohol when they make alcohol, everyone their own drinks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But... Lie and say, "Oh yeah, this is this is this yeah, is I mean, soda." I mean, that's a, yeah. it's a, it's a pretty tame, high quality pretty tame, soda. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty tame series. Like, uh, like, if they, like if they took Black Clover over, um, they they wouldn't exist. Uh, they would have to cut cut down the. Actually, Black Clover would be interesting because there's a lot of religious stuff in that, and you know, religion, how, devil stuff like that. Yeah, you know how America is about religion, so I'm curious just, how they would all do the that. changes I mentioned for Digimon, like give all the demon related stuff. Remove their demon wings and give them jetpacks. <laughs> Which it's just because it's just like because I would say like as much as I, I would say like the spade arc is probably the most like 
heavily heavily yeah when it comes to that kind of stuff so that arc alone would probably be censored like the blood would be censored uh because i mean it's black public it's not it's pretty tame when it comes to like heavy stuff but um like blood i think the biggest thing would probably be like the blood maybe the, the swords might be an issue also the swords might be an issue uh uh let me think let me think uh cuss words obviously uh, I, I, uh, I, oh, uh, what's her name? The, not Monica. Well, yeah, Monica too, obviously. Vanessa. Probably, Vanessa. Vanessa, but v- Vanessa would have to be toned down. So um, she'll probably get more. She'll probably get more. Vanica as yeah. well. Yeah, she probably have to get more club covered up, and she would not be drinking. Gouch would have to be um, censored as well. Oh yeah, Gouch, no little sister. Oh, they might age up to little sister. <laughs> uh, I, I mean. Have you seen what they've? Honestly, they they didn't do Sailor Moon. Like, they might act like he doesn't exist in the show. They didn't do Sailor no, Moon, did they? I think Fox. I think Fox Kids did Sailor Moon. Um, no, Fox they and, like some other company. Okay, I was going to say. Moon. I mean, they they did cousin fucking in Sailor Moon. They, the no, original. They, uh, I, I heard. I heard they. Uh, yeah, no, they they were a lesbian couple in Sailor Moon, but they they, they made them cousins. Yeah. Cousins, yeah. Yep. 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 Sweet home, Alabama. That's, Gotta that's love America, it. That's American American censorship <laughs> in that show. But I mean, it's, it's funny, right? It, it it makes sense to kiss your cousin. What are you talking about, like Thurman? Says kids, the Deep South. Four, four kids. Is... <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think you are? Uh, who do you think you are? Um, Shelby Phil from The Simpsons. <laughs> so it's funny because uh, four kids censorship it was very interesting back in the day because like. Now we can say it was shit, but growing up, it was kind of the norm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, was, it wasn't like Toonami, where Toonami didn't really have the same, but four kids, I, like, as I said, like, going back as a kid and, and remembering, like, the four kids dub of One Piece, I still fairly enjoyed it, because I think ignorance was bliss as a kid. You didn't mm-hmm. know what you were getting yeah. off, so I think that's why the four kids anime got away with a lot of its shit, was because, like, kids didn't know. Right. So unless you unless you had like friends or like family who were really into manga at that time, which when they started off was a lot harder to find. Yeah, you didn't really know like oh shit cuz me as a kid like the the fucking intro was fire shit. Right. And growing up I I see all these other intros of Yeah, with Sao Kaiba doing the narration. I, I, I'm just like I I hear I see the actual anime opening and I'm like what the fuck is this? Where's the rap songs? You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like as a kid growing up when it comes to four kids, like the One Piece dub wasn't really that bad because it was like as a kid you don't know the difference. Well, m- maybe some kids do. Who, who who knows? Who cares? But as a, as a, as as a certain kid who's just trying to watch a show on Saturday morning, like you don't really know the difference. So like, I think that's why they got away with it because they're like like in again like around like the big death CEO death. They're kind of like kids are stupid. They don't know the difference between like the censored and the uncensored. The only one who could probably complain complain about it. Or the fans, or like the grown adult fans, and my my thing to them was like, well, it's not for you, it's kids. That's why it's like for kids, literally the name. So like the censorship, while bad, yes, I I can't hate it because it's just kind of like that's the only way we could have gotten what we've gotten, and that was actually my first introduction to One Piece, mm-hmm. and I would argue say I like One Piece more than Dragon Ball because because I think the one of the reasons why Dragon Ball was probably more more popular than One Piece, and it was because because we because we did get an early build of one of the four kids One Piece stuff, but like 
Dragon Ball and Naruto came over uncensored. Because I remember even in, like, when Naruto was in, like, was on, uh, like, Disney Channel and stuff like that, like... like My name's Sasuke Uchiha, and you're watching Disney XD. Yeah, yeah, when it was on there, it wasn't that heavily censored, to my knowledge. It wasn't, really. Like, there was still blood in it, still customers yeah. in it, to my Other, knowledge. Like, minor blood and stuff, you know, like, Naruto saying, darn, yeah. like, was removed. That's it, about it. Yeah, like, uh, Asuma's death was a little bit, like, cut away from, stuff like that. Really it's not why Naruto always said, believe it. No, no. I believe it was always a thing yep. of his. No, he, he, he said, like, some Japanese phrase that you couldn't translate well into English, was, so they was, was like, adopted, believe adopted, it. That wasn't adopted by you or something like that? Or? Yes, that's the exact phrase. So it's basically, it's basically... Um, like the equivalent of Chrome in Doctor Stone saying that's bad all the time, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yes, it's, that's what he's known for. But it's just like, cause it, it, it's funny because if we if we take a look at every other censorship, that came, and like, and, and to be fair, if you want to be technical, yes, One Piece got hold with the with the with the dub. Let's let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I don't think as a kid it wasn't that bad. But I mean, if you compare it to like Dragon Ball and Naruto, whose dubs were really censored on because i remember dbz kai dbz kai wasn't even that heavily censored i mean besides like the blood and yeah stuff like that but it was popo they, they couldn't handle the blackness of popo yeah like the thing is though i, I think the thing is when it comes to, like, i don't remember a whole much a whole bunch about popo being censored in kai. he was blue in kai. oh god it's, it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy you mentioned that so he was basically it was basically um will will smith from the new aladdin yeah but it, it's so funny because, like, when it comes to that sort of situation, like... It, Can you it, tell I barely watch Kai? <laughs> yeah, it, it blows my mind because, like, I'm so... I was so used to growing up watching, like, Naruto and, like, Dragon Ball. And then, like, when you actually see it, like, on Toonami or, like, on an anime website and you see all the blood and shit that were in Dragon Ball and Naruto... And Loki kind of made me uncomfortable a little bit. I remember the first time I saw, like, actual, like, blood in Dragon Ball. It was when Frieza cut himself. And this in the Frieza arc or Namek arc, whatever you want to call it, uh, and because he was a dumbass and tried to hit him with a poor man Destructo disc, and I and I saw the blood for the first time, and I was like, whoa, bro, that shit's fucking graphic. And like me as an anime fan now, knowing there's way worse graphic stuff than Dragon Ball out there, obviously, but it's just like as as like growing up in like in high school and shit, and I first saw that, I was like, god damn, mm -hmm. bro, I don't remember Dragon Ball being this like violent. But then I had to it's... realize like that was that was. That was the censorship, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. when you go from like that sort of like censorship when it comes to like Naruto and like even Bleach and shit like that, and you go towards that censorship into like Toonami or like the actual like original source material stuff, that shit like it shit blows up in your face. You're like, damn, yeah. this shit is more brutal yeah. than you thought. Like it almost, it, it mm. almost, it's almost like I don't know if I really would would be comfortable with my kid watching anime at their age honestly like, cause anime, right. like that's why when people say animates for kids it's just kind of like eh, because like that shit like seeing frieza getting cut in half like that to us that's just like oh cool but like to a kid that shit might be horrifying you know what right I mean? it, it, yeah yeah well that's the thing there's like certain animes that are like exactly designed for kids like you, you just have to do the apparently thing and just you mm -hmm. know research re yeah. like re research watch through stuff first or if you never wanna... a, never assume jack shit never yep I, or, just got some... or fucking just scour through the content you want to introduce to your kids and give them fucking context for what's happening on the screen it's not that fucking hard to 
be an actual goddamn parent, but so few people actually want to sit down and be like, okay, this is what this means. This is what this is. This is this person is getting, you know, cut in half because they're a bad guy. That's not what we do as normal fucking humans. This is fantasy, you know? Yeah. And I was just going to say really quickly um, that, like like you said, Song Kits, there are, um, there are a lot of anime out there for uh, that are perfect for four kids. Like, like a lot of slice of life that are basically just people doing everyday everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. And also as well, I just because um, Furman actually brought it up with Bleach. Um, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that with all, with uh, how the uh, how the blood how the blood and that because that's basically uh, if you've seen the latest interview from Kubo. He said that that's the reason why he was very um, meticulous about actually showing blood in the manga itself because of the because of the anime, and he was worried that the Falsia Blood Warrock would never get adapted because of all the blood. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's crazy to me because like when it co- well, I think people need to understand this. What Twitter needs to understand rather is that <laughs> uh, casuals need to understand like you like uh, is that Singetsu? I think it's Singetsu. Yep. Yeah. The top so, left. Was Singetsu was. Hit right, hit the nail on the coffin there. That's, there are certain anime that are for kids, right? But the thing is, people think that all shonen is for kids just because, like, oh no, adults, totally that not. We, that we're adults, like, cause, cause I think they're they're looking at it from an adult mindset than compared to a kid. Because what you, because what you find cool as an adult might not be cool. Like, you have to think of it as a kid. Kids, some kids can handle some certain shonen, but other kids can't. And I think people need to understand is that shonen isn't just for kids. Could you imagine Dante from Black Clover being shown to a five-year-old? Yeah. That would scar them for life. Or the first episode of Promise Neverland. Right. Like, that still falls under that shonen demographic. And the thing is, though, it's just like, people don't understand, shonen is... A blanket genre term. It's literally teenagers to young adults. That's really what it is. Like, there are, like, you you have Doraemon, which is really popular, you know, you have stuff like that. Like, people, people... Yokai Watch still yeah. technically falls under that fucking like, demographic. People think, people see, uh, like, Dragon yeah. Ball, Bleach, and, and honestly, be honest with you, I don't think series like Dragon Ball, Naruto, Bleach, like, series Especially like Especially when you get to Shippuden. Yeah, and One Piece, I don't think those are really comfortable for kids either. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't think they the kids should really be aren't. Those. They're, they're not kid-friendly at all. Like if you if you showed a kid like the original original shit like that shit will scar a kid. Like you, imagine sitting your kid down and watch and making them watch a full uncensored version of Yu Yu Hakusho. They probably be scar- they either come out of that hard as fuck or or scarred as fuck. You know what I mean? And it's just like yeah, the same with like fucking Hunter Hunter. Like it's still like the early shit. You know, is more like okay, yada yada yada, going on an adventure, get to the fucking Chimera Anarch. You're scarring your fucking kid. Even the thing, but even the thing before then, like your me was dark as fuck. It's all about Kirpika trying to find his lost eyes, bro. Like, you yeah, I mean, like that. That's that. Yeah. Like, shonen as a genre, people think it's it's kitty because they're thinking of like, cause cause it's mostly that the seeming the seeming elitist. I, I hate seeming elitist. I love seeming as a genre, but the elitist of oh god yes are, are, the, really, the, are really the worst. Really, the worst. don't ask a lot. Uh, don't really like. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing of people saying like, I can't watch a, uh, I can't watch a, um, a shoujo series. Why? Because it's all romance and that. 
Like, I, I, me personally, imagine I, being so fragile in your masculinity that you can't watch a romance anime. Like, for me, romance as a genre, I'm not that big a fan of personally. I could watch one. Like, Orange is probably one of my favorites. Orange is actually a really good anime. Yeah, I recommend that to anybody. But it's just like, but my thing is when it comes to when it comes to the shoujo genre, and everything. I my take on romance is this. I need something more than it just being, oh, boy, girl falls in love with a boy and her the whole manga trying to get that boy to, to notice her. Like, that's just boring to me. I need, like, some, like, the reason why I like Orange because there's some time-traveling shit in there. Yeah. Just, like, the reason why I like, the reason why I like the harm subgenre so much because it's not just romance. It has, like, action in it. There's, like, more than that. You know what I mean? Look, I, I need, you, I need, I need you another You have competition. Yeah. You have all the, the, the intrigue in it. I like, need there, more than more. just, oh, girl falls in love with a boy, boy falls in love with a girl, whatever. Even Shonen Romance is more Like, Blue, if it wasn't for the fact that Blue Box was about sports as well, I probably wouldn't even pick it up. As good as it is, it would just be a standard fucking romance. Yep. Uh, the fact that it, that it has sports and actually focuses on the sports somewhat is the reason why I keep reading it. Wasn't for the yeah. wasn't for the sports part, I probably would have dropped that shit. 100%. Yeah, you you want to know something funny? I've actually dropped um, Blue Box. Yeah, I've not. Everybody, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I dropped I, it after those first couple streams because I just I just cut the arts with bro, it. It's a, it's boring, bro. Like all romance manga are, it feels like the same, and that's fine. It's just like it's just like people elitist. Hey, what I think it comes down to, and I think it's just Twitter. People are so tired of shonen, and I get it. But it's just like, bro, that's a popular genre. Like, what, what, what oh, absolutely. do you want? Like, I see but people are like, bro, I'm not a shonen pony like you, you guys. I fucking like seeming and mech and horror and fucking romance and shit. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, that's the same energy as, like, somebody say, like, back in the day, well, I've never watched television. All I do is read. Like, that's great and all, but bro, why I, are you bragging about it? Like, bro, I hate people yeah. like that. I, it, it, it's... Like, it reminds me of those people who are like, I don't need to smoke or drink to have fun. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's good for you. Good Not for, for me. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, 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 why why I, are you I... trying to be proud that you don't do those things? Like, are you better than me somehow? Like, you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you I don't know. You want to know the funny part and just bringing that up is I put up our Nino Cooney video as a test. It immediately got age gated for alcohol and drug use because oh <laughs> we're smoking a blunt and drinking Smirnoff ice. In it. Yeah, it's, 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 but it's yeah, so... yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying there, Furman. Yeah, I I don't like people like that because he, here's the thing. I like I like all varieties of varieties of um, of uh, genre like action, comedy, romance, horror. Uh, and sometimes, and sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming, like to the point where I'm just like, like the series I'm rewatching at the moment is is the order is the order from a rabbit, which is basically just about cute girls running a coffee shop, and it's just so relaxing. Like after after like a hard day at work, that's all you need, just like something cutesy, uh, nice, relaxing to kind of uh, chill out. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that's the thing, right? Like I. I 100% agree with that. Like, there's there's a great point in where those series actually matter to the demographic. There's got to be that hook. There's got to be that. Oh, you had a. Oh, okay. Um, but like, there you got to have more to it. Like, it's a sort of rabbit. I I would even classify like uh, Bunny Senpai in there as well. Yeah. Uh, like as those ones that have that little bit more, but I want a 
a hook in those type of yeah, uh, series. I, it can't just yeah. be like fucking because it, like that. Uh, uh, I'll be honest. That, that's what most of Shujo's ads that I've seen are like. It's just it's you just gotta. Like, it, and then and then I see people like and what pisses me off the most is I don't know why like like what it, it's already a red flag that you're trying to um say like oh one gender rights this better than another gender and it's just like. And I'm just like, bro, like, why bring that up? Like, what? Yeah. Who cares what gender they are? Like, the, the yeah, argument, I know. The argument, I the argument that like a man can write like boys better than a woman, or like a woman can write men better than a man, it, it's, it's so stupid to me. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, is just super sexist in general. And I, I, I've just got three words to say to anybody who has that, who has that mentality. No, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I, it's not even just Full Metal Alchemist. Like, I, I, there's this renaissance of like female writers writing everything masterfully. Like, and and the thing is, though, they, they've always done that. Right. <laughs> Women but they, the thing done is, now, Clover. And and to say and to say that um, men can't write female characters well, I'd like to point to Inagaki with Kohaku and Suika from Doctor Stone. Right. Like, and the thing is that 100, they've always been there. It's just now anime and manga are more mainstream that we can get, we can get that uh, more gravity towards these authors. Be like, no man can ever write a woman this good. But there's like seventy five fucking authors from the nineteen seventies to like the early two thousands that did the same goddamn thing. But you never fucking heard about these series because we didn't have one an instant highway of fucking traffic to search whatever the hell you want like the internet like all the fucking piracy sites all the like fucking like a person person number 75 on twitter being like gotta go read the series bro it's so dope but at the same time you also have now this renaissance of like junior authors that have learned from those works because they were involved in that fucking community and have taken those lessons that those veterans have put there and taking and putting their own spin on it and doing it even better. Yeah, you'd be shocked how many people who are currently in jail now with uh, assistance to like heavy hitter stuff. Like Tabata was assistant to the guy who wrote Siren, I think. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like uh, Witch Watch. And then also for that, he was assistant to uh, Sirachi, who made Gint- uh, Gintama. Gintama. Yep. And he, his shit has been, he's two for two now, technically, because Sket Dance did really well mm-hmm. in Weekly Jump, and this Witch Watch is doing pretty well. Now, I mean, I don't really count uh, Lost in Austria, because, I mean, that's like, I mean, that wasn't, that was what? Five volumes. But no, no, but I'm saying, like, I don't think that was actually Weekly Shonen Jump. I think that was another magazine. I think that was, like, a monthly magazine. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like the whole, like, gender battle between who can write what better is always weird to me, because it's just like, who cares? Like, I remember, I remember, uh, Jump, there was a, one, someone from Jump Editorial was like, the reason why we don't have women assistants is because they don't understand the hearts of young boys, and I, I, I literally, as soon as Vex posted that in the chat, I roasted the fuck out of Shonen Jump, because I'm just like, why the fuck would you let one of your editorials people say that shit when there's been multiple upon multiple successful series in your fucking magazine written yep. by women <laughs> like hitman reborn biggest one like bro like, i don't understand they don't understand the hearts of young boys yet plenty of women in different magazines have been writing and doing great manga for years 
Like, hell, and... one, of, one of them, the creator of Inuasha, she's known as, like, the grandmother of manga. Like, she yep. has, she's, she's made Inuasha, she's made, uh, I think she made, uh, what's that, what's that one series with the guy who, like, turns to a woman when he gets, like, water, hot water, fucking whatever, some shit? Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Rama. Rama, yeah. yeah. I, I think she wrote that, too, I think. I think she made that one. And now Yashihime, the sequel series to yeah, she, uh, fucking. She's, she's writing, she's writing yeah. series and also as well, I was just gonna say about that, like the biggest example of a successful female writer in Jump is, um, I don't, I, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but the author of Demon Slayer, it isn't, isn't that it, confirmed it, it, to be a woman? Yeah, she's a woman. Yeah. I, I don't give enough of a shit about no, Demon Slayer. No, to... she, she is. Uh, she, she's but, friends with Tobias too. Yeah. She, 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 I think she, I think she was just like the very friendly like work like employee because everyone, everyone loved yep. her. Uh, if, you, if you look, go back and look at her fucking uh, at the end of the serialization. Yep. Yep. Everyone was congratulating her for her, for her series. So yeah, she seemed like like you know well loved. I had always referred to them as a they because I didn't really know the gender yeah, because I, I've never really cared enough about demon slayer because we don't know if jjk's author is a woman or not do we no I, that i i think we're in that kind of era where like they don't care you know yeah her name's her uh author of genuine author her name is rimuko takahashi and mm -hmm. she's uh she is uh well she's one of the most best known and wealthiest manga artists she's been writing manga since 1978 her first work was you you were saying yatsure yep the one the mermaid thing the yeah, mermaid bikini girl shit. yep I hope it's a good adaptation. Oh, this she time. wrote that. Yep. Yeah, she wrote. She wrote that. She wrote Mermaid Saga. She wrote. Yeah. She wrote Rene. And wrote also, Mason, oh, go ahead. Mason Callahan. That's probably just Japanese only. Mermaid Saga. Like she wrote. She wrote a lot of fucking stuff. shit, ton of stuff. But, but, her, but her most her most famous works in the West are Inuasha and Ranma. Those, yep. those, those are the main two that I hear people talk about a lot yep. when it comes to her works. Yeah, I, I'm hoping Yurisei does get a good adaptation because it really hasn't successfully kind of taken off, and it's a masterpiece of a fucking read if you haven't read it. But, like, there's so goddamn much that, under her belt that it's shocking to me. Um, but, like, just tying this back into the topic at hand, and also there's one other thing that we really want to talk on as well, and... We really want to start doing like a quarterly state of jump thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's an idea that Luke had kind of brought up, like because of the new information about the Phantoms here uh, stuff that's going on. A lot of the 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 whole argument that we've been having back and forth in the server, it just how god awful you know most state of jump videos have been, you know. But I also do want to do these like visiting. Like various studios and their work instead of just relying solely on Dumb. four kids, four kids yeah. yeah. Because like, I, remember, uh, I know the CW had theirs too. I, mm -hmm. remember, I remember that. Um, Toon's Eye kind of. What was it called? Yeah, that all was part of the four kids saga because I, I, know, I, know, I know kids. Four, I know Kids WB was my favorite. Yeah. Kids, I don't know if is four kids and Kids WB were the same. They might have been a brand. It name. wasn't. Okay. Okay. Yes, I know Kids WB was my personal favorite. Kids WB had like Teen Titans. Justice League is mm -hmm. limited. Had, they had a bunch of hitters. They, they had a heavy... matter of fact, while, while y'all talking... Yeah, about, so I kind of want to visit studios like Cloverworks, A1 Productions, Periot. We still have and, to do that, uh, we still have to do that uh, uh, anime studios tier list, too. Well, this is kind of like a, the setup to that. 
but we also have like a part one for another podcast. But Andrew's in the process of moving this week, so we yeah, kind of really we, we still have to finish, finish the our boss, boss battle. Yeah. Boss one. So like we got like we got like four different ideas floating around at the same time right now. But I, I really kind of want to do these things of like visiting all the other studios because it feels really shitty to just dunk on one when they've all had their hits and misses, obviously. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. And so I was just going to quickly. Go ahead, Luke, real quick. Yeah, I was just going to quickly say uh, quickly about auth um, male authors who write really good female characters, Naruki Urasawa. Look at Monster, look at 20th Century Boys, look at his um, newest series. Fucking Christ, I you think, brought that up. I think. The issue with that, Luke, is the fact that people like, and it's it's so fucking stupid. It's just that people don't know how to fucking read more than once, more than like three series, right? So because a lot of new anime fans or new manga fans now, they only know of shonen until they deep until they deep dive and mm -hmm. find out the genres. And and the issue is is that they're complaining. They they're they're, complaining they're a starter tropes. pack. Yeah, they're complaining about tropes that shonen has been known for for years, and then they complain about it. the sexualization. Mm -hmm. you know, the, some shitty writing for women, obviously. Like these, these are. Well, all... when they read My Hero, JJK, and Demon Slayer exclusively, they're going to see that because they are based on and influenced by some of the classics that also had those same flaws. Yeah, but the thing is, though, and the thing is, I need people to understand is, is that like, just because a character is sexualized does not mean they're badly written. Mm -hmm. And as much as people hate it, Fairy Tale is the perfect example. Thank Fairy you. Fairytale has some of the most best written women in manga. But they are overly sexualized. But they are overly sexualized because... Uh, the I've got to ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. I've got to ask you a question, Furman. Have you um, checked out Eden Zero yet? Yes, I, I'm yeah. all caught up. Can you, um, can, um, can you um, for Fex's sake, um, would you say that um, the characters are... Less sexualized in Eden Sill than they are in Fairy Tale. Yes, but not by much. Because mm. uh, when I say that, when I say that, because here, this nigga Mashima, Mashima's a mad lad. Okay, this nigga. Let me tell you, Luke. You know he what really I'm talking is. About. You know what I'm talking about. Zingeta, I don't know if you're reading Zero, but I've yeah. I've read I've read Fairy Tales like. So this nigga, literally in in Eden Zero. After, uh, I forgot her name, one of the Valkyries, the, the one with the sword, I forgot her name. Is it Hermit? It's not the one you're thinking of. He, not Hermit, uh, the, the, the one who, who says shit out loud, I forgot her name. Ho Homer, Hom uh, Homer, Homer, right. Homer, yeah, I, I, she, lo she, I love her character, she, just this, for that. This, she's really, she's really well written. I'm actually a pretty good written character. This the, man, that's actually, the one thing I have to, this, like, give him credit man, for. This man, um, he, he had her, he had her win in a fight, right? In the middle of a, of a war, and the overall planet where all the robots are being taken over and they're fighting for their lives against like different organizations and shit, right? This man, after he had her kick somebody's ass, he had the main character come to her. She was like, okay, we can move on, but first I need a fucking bath, okay? This man drew her taking a bath in the middle of a battle zone, bro. This uh, and I sent that. You told me about this. I sent that screenshot in the chat, and I was like, "This man, Mashima is needs wild. to just write he hentai." Wild. This yeah. Man, he, Biggest he, fan of Fairytale, but I have to say, for one thing, like the big plus of it is the Fairytale cast, like the like the the main team, and the, of course the entire team of of Fairytale and some of the supporting cast, really well written. Um. 
that part mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed about it was the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. The villains and like like some of the story arcs, I I didn't really enjoy Man. them that much. Yeah, I mean honestly, he he's his his main his two strong suits are characters and fights. Honestly, mm-hmm. he's really good at those two. His writing style actually reminds me of Kubo's just a little bit, just slightly different. Yeah, and Kubo, Kubo, I can agree with that. Like, Kubo's is a little bit shonen e. Yeah. Uh, I should say formulaic. I should yep. say. Yeah, it definitely follows that standard formula, and that Mishima breaks away from that. But uh, I would say his writing style is similar. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take the good with the bad with some of those fucking um, like really stereotypical writers because you you gotta get deep down into the cracks of what the actual plot. Yeah, as I'm cleaning the goop out of my control. But but one thing I I wanted to say, going back to what my original point was, it was because a lot of the newcomers in 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 the fandom medium Mm -hmm. only see shonen, and then they're like, "Well, why are the characters sexualized? You know, why is this? Why is that?" It's like if you have a complaint about that, that's totally fine. Even us, as I would say, I I would consider us in the Discord non-cringy fans. We've all had our cringy moments when it comes to manga, but I would consider us being well aware, like, yes, there are some quote-unquote problematic manga anime out there. It's inevitable. It's a a free platform. There's a reason why Dog Nigga exists, you know what I mean? It's a a free platform. Anyone. The fact that that exists... That was the wildest thing I've ever heard of was the premise for that. I still hadn't (laughs) read it. I still hadn't read it yet, but... I have read to, some of it just, just because Thurman sent it in the group chat once. So, so see people people like it's it's manga manga is like video games. Anybody if you learn the skill and you you can throw your hat in the table, mm-hmm. not in, in the jar, whatever, right? So it's just kinda like that's just how it is. And I think people need, need to understand this. Like we're in a different structure. It, we talked about this with the dead lucky author. It's like what's what's popular in another country will not be popular in the country that you're in. I think people need to understand that. There's a reason why Marvel or DC, while popular here, superhero type stuff probably wouldn't be popular in Japan, right. Russia, or Korea, and why, you know, maybe like Superman or Batman comics have a small niche in Japan or wherever, but out here, but out, out, out here, you know, stuff like Bleach, Black Clover are big, but out there in Japan, it's, you know, it's popular, but not, probably not as popular as right. like, Dragon Ball, shit like that, because and not everything, not everything's going to translate well in different countries, that's why, for the long time, that gap was so hard to cross, because, like, why would, because at the end of the day, it's, it's the same reason why, like, people who get upset that, you know, certain series get acted in the magazine, while even though I, sometimes I get upset when stuff gets acted in the magazine, I have to realize this, it's like, we guys have to understand is it has to go through Japan's audience first. They are what Jump cares about. Shueisha knows there's a market and money in the world, in the Western market, for sure, when it comes to their mangas. That's why we have the Tony Jump app now, why we're getting more and more volumes, getting faster out here. Exactly. Like while we're starting to get Remember when it used to be like yeah. three fucking years to get a volume they're, over here. Now trying, it's like a year. They're trying to translate Jump Festa for us and stuff like that because they know there's money involved and there's a fan base in the West, but people have to realize this, is that they're going to focus on their home country first because that's how the series gets popular. The The worldwide sales don't matter until Japan sales matter. And that's the thing. That's why people who are upset about Phantom Seer, upset about 
all these shonen harbor series, cop and dolphin cop and dolphin you know and actually more, yeah like they have to go through japan first because fuck america and europe and shit you're you're i'm not gonna pay that manga's bill right now because we can't get a hold of the series right now like they're gonna they're gonna focus on what makes on well on their bread in japan because Random Japanese kid number 55 can go down to the market and buy the magazine or the volume as soon as it comes out. We don't get those volumes like a year later, unless you want to buy untranslated manga volumes. Right. That's what you're saying, by all means. I don't know why, unless you can read Japanese, but like I said, by all means. But yeah. at the end of the day, that's where their money comes from. And like, if it's not popular in Japan, it's not going to see a lot of day. Popularity in the world isn't going to fucking matter until... Now, because now, you know, Dragon, shit like Dragon Ball, Seiya, One Piece, Naruto, they already had their popularity in in Japan. Now, let's branch that motherfucker out. Now, we have all these games, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, you know, all this extra shit being w- released worldwide and shit. Because now, we can make money off of everybody else. We already made money off of our people. Now, we're going to make money off of everybody else, every other country. That's what people need to understand. And so, like, so what works for them may not work work for us. So getting upset about a naked character in a shonen manga, like, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. I get that. You can complain about that, but different country. It's not for you. It's for teenage kids. Adolescent kids. who are probably beating their shit to that shit. Yeah. It, it's not for adults. And people know shonen is technically not for adults. The, ta- the target demo is like, what, 13? Like, what? Yeah. 9 to like 18? And yeah. then scening is from like 18 to like 25 or some shit. Like, shonen... Is for teenage boys and girls. Yeah. It's like Shizou is for teenage girls and boys. That's that's how it's always been. I love that I just randomly got an Xbox Insider <laughs> notification. <That's funny. laughs> so yeah, that that that's my only thing when it comes to people complaining about the about Shonen. It's like we need to stop. I wish there was a Shonen where uh we didn't have like I I remember I saw a tweet that had like so many likes. It was just like I wish. We should have shonen that have more adults as main characters and kids. And it's just like, you do. You got Sakamoto days. You got fucking technically Yo's fam has an adult as a main character in Kichiro. Yeah, I'm just like, you do realize that the Tomic demo is for kids, right? And you realize that kids want to put themselves in the stories, right? And the best way to do that is to have the kids their same age, right? Like you do, you you do realize there's a reason. Why okay, but there 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 is a limit. There is a limit. You know, like I, I get that there there needs to be more than just. And I kind of agree with that tweet. I know the one you're referencing. I kind of agree that there needs to be more adults in shonen to help fuel a plot because you have series now that are just basically primarily kids there used to be like a mentor or a guide or something to help push the plot along but there really doesn't seem to be that anymore it just seems to be heavily focused on that formula of like kids in school or you got the kids fighting demons and no real guidance other than like i mean dr stone technically me and red talked about that too we were talking we were talking about how like and i think that's probably one of the biggest issues i would say that someone would have with dr stone and and, and that goes in the term of how rushed the final arc was it was like they were going uh, island to island talking to full-grown adults and the adults were like being okay with everything yeah and it's just like 
I, bro, like, there's no way in hell some random adult on a different island is going to look at these kids, see that they have, like, stuff to uh, revive people and not something pop off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 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 is unrealistic, but that, but, you know, but it's a, it's a manga. You know what I mean? That's where yeah. that particular grain of salt. And much as much, much as it pains me to say that, because of me being the big Dot Stone fanboy that I am, I will agree. I will agree with you on that. And I think it. And I think that's more to do with Inagaki being absolutely dead set. It has to be five years. No, no longer. Yeah, and, and see that kind of hindered a lot of that plot because there could have been so much more conflict in that final arc, and also the fact that. I know Senku's a fucking genius. I know Dr. Zeno's a fucking genius. But how do you go from building, like, a proto-mech to full-blown rocket science in basically a yeah. year's time? Yeah. You, you Co- have to get some assistance or research a little bit more than you did. I realize, you know, Zeno, NASA scientist, yada, yada, yada. But still, there's a lot more steps to go from one to the other there. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just I, I'm just going to say as well, Inagaki was so obsessed with the number five in Dot Stone. Like, in the first chapter, Taiju says, after five years, I'm finally going to confess, Suika was on her own for five years in South America. It was five years there after There was so they... much fucking what? foreshadowing in that series ending in five years, and I didn't notice it till that fucking interview. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was obsessed with the number five when you really look at it, Doctor Stone. Because what, what, he what, really what, wanted to take that vacation. Because what you call it? Because I should one ended in what? I think five years. It was exactly five years. Uh, this dude must be super superstitious or some shit. Because you want to know something else that's crazy? Because they've just released the official timeline as well for Doctor Stone. After Senku was revived to when he went to the moon, that was five years. Really? Yeah. It was. It was two. So it, original one was from two thousand two to two thousand nine. That's five years, right? Yeah. It's insanity. Like I, I, you gotta, you gotta stop and think for just the cultural differences here. Like to us. The um, no, that was seven years. That was a seven year gap. Because <laughs> 2002 to 2009, that's 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 the yeah, you're right. That's seven years. Um, Long, shit, longer than I thought. But uh, you gotta stop and think for a moment. Like, our numbers that we are superstitious about are not the same as the numbers that they're superstitious about, and ba- vice versa. Yeah. For us, like, 13 is you know, technically and unlucky. You want to know what's crazy? Like, um, the whole thing with Yoha and Bleach of 999. Because that's supposed to be like a superstitious bad luck number. It's, it's more that, of like a biblical number. Yeah, like that's that. Up in the Bible and whatnot. Yeah, it's funny because that's actually the emergency code in the UK. That's really funny. I know it is. I'm like, when I found out, I was like, so basically, in Japan, dialing nine 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 won't get you the emergency service. It will basically be like, there's a lot of bad luck around you. Yeah, like to bring it back full circle. Of Ultraman Tiga, for some reason, had a bunch of like mother-in-law jokes. Like, I feel like one of the writers, um, really didn't like their mother-in-law or hadn't married from. I don't know. Yeah, so like it's just a boatload. Yeah, <laughs> and that there seem to be a lot of like little dumb jabs like that in some other you know shows too, because I I remember like shoehorned in humor and i'm thinking that's just 
them poking fun at this particular subject that they want to get to. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! was full of it, too. <laughs> Especially, like, in that Grand Festival arc where you had the Valkyries and shit. Like, there was a lot of, like, forced humor in that one. And you had Sherlock Holmes. God, I... The and... guy who... There was a guy dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. It It's so stupid, too, because now you have so many issues with even being able to utilize Sherlock Holmes. Like, that Enolia Holmes show on Netflix got paused because of the fucking estate of uh, Doyle. But that fucking joke is like, oh, you can use it for that one, right? Uh, it, it, like, stuff like that just bugs me. <laughs> um, but, like, there's that arc, fucking Battle City was really, like, shoehorny. But, and the fucking whole um, Signer arc, the early Signer arc, the Dark Signer saga was really yeah. like that, too. Like, you would get, like, really cringy darkness jokes. I'm like, okay, come on now. But... <laughs> ironic like part of that is like oh we're gonna deal with like this evil like cult and then one of the voice actresses is in a cult yeah <laughs> yeah yeah didn't think that through too much did they no um but i will a uh, uh, couple more things i want to say quickly is going back to what Furman said about um about people not looking at the uh, at the bigger picture it's the same thing with like when people look at say one piece has 480 million copies of circulation people tend to think like oh that's how many sales it's done when it's not like if you look at phantom seer when it had that 100,000 copies of circulation for two volumes it actually only sold like 40,000 across that board so they had basically 60,000 copies of the two volumes that they couldn't that they couldn't um, um, get rid of. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, most of them would include, like, not, like, sales as in, like, you know, person, like, buying it from the store, but more of, like, how many volumes, like, each store, like, buys. Yeah. And um, the other thing that I want to say really quickly is that um, – uh, I've got without four kids, we wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have what is um, possibly the biggest contributor for people actually uh, for well for some people who are not anime fans for actually discovering series like Dragon Ball and Yu Gi Oh and that would be the abridged series. Oh God, yeah, like and see, like that's the other one that really got me recently. So, did you guys see Lil Karibo's tweets about people bitching at him for mourning uh, Kazuki Takahashi? Oh, oh yeah, de Wait, definitely. Wait, what? Yeah, they basically they basically boiled it down to um, Lil Karibo is not a, is not a real fan because he's not as in first in Yu-Gi-Oh. It, it because he doesn't know like the name of every single uh, Swordsman of Landstar card for lack of a better word. Pause. Ridiculous. That's insane. Pause. Pause, pause. Yeah. They're, they're adding Rick and Morty and LeBron James to multiverses. Oh, yeah. I oh, saw let's that. go. Let's go. <laughs> I, 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 I retweeted that. James main. I retweeted that shot. I'm like, I'm going to have so much fun meeting this guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what this means, right? That means that Death Battle is going to have to do Sora versus LeBron James now. 
Shut the fuck up, Thurman. That's literally, that's literally yes. one of Thor's biggest matchups. That would be literally. the only death battle I watch in my literally, life, and I will enjoy it. When it, comes to, when it comes to Sora's matchup in the death in the death battle community, no, it's no. Either, Thanks for tuning in. Bye. It's either, Link, it's either Link from Legend of Zelda. I know. Mario. God. Or LeBron James. Those three. The yeah. only death battle I am, the only death battle that I want to see 100% is Reza Hawkeye from Former Alchemist versus Stanley Snyder from Doctor Stone. I would love that. That would be so dope. But like, so, but just to dial back into that, like, I, I don't understand that. It's like saying Team Four Star isn't real fans of fucking Dragon Ball. Well, I don't think they are very much anymore after all the bullshit they've had to deal with. But like, you realize those series introduced another generation of fans to these fucking franchises just simply because it was different uh there was one for lebron i saw uh it was like a 30 second teaser it's available to sign up for um but like there's so much <laughs> stupidity in that yeah it's like um when people were um complaining about the about the actress um, playing one of the villains in the Obi-Wan show to the point that even Ewan McGregor had to go on Twitter and say that. And you see that so much now with that fucking franchise. I hate being associated with those Star Wars franchise because of it. Which is why we need to do the toxic toxic fan fandoms oh, I'm going to fucking eviscerate them. Uh, and I am going to eviscerate the... Um, the uh, Doctor the, Who the, fandom? Oh, no, not the Doctor Who fandom. Uh, I well, think that'll yeah, be the, Reds. <laughs> the Doctor Who fandom, but also the reaction fandom, particularly from uh, Renegade Media Group. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Talk <laughs> I'm going to talk about various ones, uh, such as the good old Steven Universe fandom. I know it's like died down because of the show and whatnot, but, but yeah, it, it was still ridiculous yep. like back in the day. Alright boys, I'm happy I'll right. join, but I'm taking a nap before I have to pick up my girlfriend. Alright. <laughs> so, it was fun. Uh, let me know when the next one is. Thanks for tuning in to you guys. You heard my ugly voice. <laughs> I can say that because my girlfriend's not here to look at me that look. So I can yeah, you can get away with it right now. Until, don't snitch on me. Now. I won't snitch on you. They might, but I won't. <laughs> All right, boys. You guys have fun. All right. Good, good nap in, bro. Uh, and we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon anyway. Uh, but, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, there, there's some of these are, are on the list that are dying out. And I... But there are also so many that really do need to have their their own piece talked about. Like, Undertale. You know, obviously that one's dying out a little bit. Deltarune's kind of taking its place. Steven Universe, we said. The Star Wars one is always prevalent because some toxic shitlord on the internet is being said toxic shitlord. Uh, Puppet Dax, I believe his name was, just got fucking deplatformed from TikTok for being homophobic. Um, there's a bunch of, like, various anime-related ones that are going on there from fucking just dragon ball to jjk to demon slayer and i have a whole fucking list of them that andrew and i would bounce back and forth about and Uh, the other one that i really think needs to be added to that one now that i didn't fucking think would be a thing but my tiny little brain didn't possibly think that well this will go nicely i gotta say the mcu fandom now is really Mm. becoming super Mm. super toxic for a second, I thought you were going to say Chainsaw Man. 
that'll come more when the anime airs. It's fucking inevitable. Um, it's already kind of shitty, but it's not to the point where it really needs to be talked about. You got the, the barking at Anime Expo was unnecessary, but whatever. Yeah. It's a meme. I think, uh, just to, just to say this, I think the only fan base that has never been toxic, as far as I can tell, is the Dr. Stone fan base. I haven't seen any instance of it. I'm sure somebody in the comments of either this video or that video will weigh in on it and let us know, like, how wrong we are. But that that's the thing, like Ann Arbor nailed it earlier this week when he was kind of just saying like that every fandom has their own pockets of toxicity. And that's, that that's true. it's it's true. It, it's inevitable for that and the more popular series gets, the more the toxicity that's gonna come out. And that's the thing that I hate about, you know, being directly involved with so many fandoms being part of YouTube, you know, is you have to deal with that. You have to and I I talked about this in the Chainsaw Man video, but, like, I had to take down two videos on TikTok. One of them was very, very wildly viewed, because I apparently pissed off every metal elitist that existed. Uh, <laughs> How? I know I know you, you put that on Twitter to me, and I was just thinking, like, uh, how did you do that? I said that gatekeeping is fucking stupid. And it is! And apparently that ruffled the feathers of the metal community. But it's it's a subgenre that is built on being open and inclusive. But the more I dive into it more and more now, and having being back into making music and everything, like that fucking community is so goddamn toxic from when I originally left it that I don't understand it because it's the same as like punk. It's there for everyone, right? That's how it's always been when I've been a part of it. But now that we have the internet as prevalent as it is and social media and everything, like you have those, those sides of TikTok and those sides of YouTube that are like, we got to protect this subgenre of this subgenre of this subgenre with all costs. We, we can't let the little babies over here because they can't handle them. Blah! I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like that's and that the- point is like so stupid because like as much as I love a certain property, I don't own it. I don't control who views it, who does. You've got it. You have the brain cells to fucking comprehend that. But when some 19 year old punk is over there quote fuck or duetting every TikTok you've made on the subject, you're like, okay, there comes a point where you you're just like it's. It's easier to fucking take this down, fuck the views, and then their community is attacking you in the comments of it because they're just there in a fucking, like, um, echo chamber of bullshit. And I'm like, I don't have the patience nor the energy to keep up with the comments of that, and I don't want to make it look like it's there, so like I just set them to private, you know? They don't exist on the platform, but they do. I'm like, I pick and choose my battles anymore. It's not fucking worth it. Uh, just like dealing with Renegade Media Group with Luke the other night. I'm like, okay, this is where I stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's where I stopped as well when they basically they basically admitted that they have no originality. Well, I, don't I mean, know they're a reaction they- channel. They're a reaction channel, and I don't, I, I don't live to stir up drama. I'm not fucking 18, 19, 20 years old and have an infinite... Sp- pool of time anymore i have a full life a full fucking you know career ish here on youtube or the other platforms that you're listening to this on i twitch my day job i have a limited amount of time to sit around and play 
you know, battle in the fucking comments of random post number 25. So it, there just comes a point where, like, you gotta sit down and be like, I'm gonna be the bigger person here. Take down the video. Take down the fucking, um, the, you know, the post. Or just ignore the 95 more replies that are in my fucking notification feed because, yeah. you know... And at the end of the day, it's the internet. It doesn't fucking matter to the real world. You know? And I just thought of something. Um, you know, like, uh, for, like, a podcast idea, you know, for, like, a, like we get into, like, a more serious topic and then go to, like, a more relaxed one. Mm. I thought about one being, um, like, a like a little first impression of, like, a talk to series. You just, we just pick a random one out of the hat, like, one or like a certain person hadn't seen already and we watched like episode one or one and two or possibly one if you that, nobody has enough time that um, I, i'd be down for that yeah we'll add it to the uh post it in the the chat and then i'll pin it in there so i can actually add it to the like samsung note of all of the topics so we can keep some track okay. of it uh but like there there's so many ideas that we've gotten to and that's what i love about doing these formats of videos because we can sit and bullshit for 10 fucking hours because we have that kind of chemistry as creators and you know a friend group and then there's moments like i look back because i've been doing like reminiscing and prepping stuff for potentially doing another channel trailer to introduce people to the second channel with red and, and, like, this is the kind of content that we used to do. That's kind of what you'll have over here kind of thing. I realize, like, how far we've come being able to, like... Because sometimes it was really, really hard to sit down and focus and film a video and just go on one kind of track. And then once we started getting more comfortable and out of our shells, like, you get to this point where, like, you allow yourself to spin off topic and, and kind of pivot to, like, this random tangent because that... Is what makes this so much fun, right? Like, for, we started with roasting four kids and all their dumb decisions to talking about, like, fandoms and everything like that. And that just makes for a more interesting video. To me, personally, if I'm going back through and viewing this content and trying to edit it or trying to go through and think about, like, what the next topic would be or to pivot to this point or... To, to go in and go to this tangent it just makes stuff like this so much more fun to me personally anyway i don't know what the viewer retention is going to be on it yet obviously but it to me i enjoy that more than our old like we gotta sit down and only talk about the chapter kind of videos and even yeah. now like the newer way that we do like sitting and talking about the videos and we're going to be doing this with like uh black clover coming up in like 10 11 days so we have like a bunch of like because you guys had kind of voted on it, the community of like sitting down and putting like gameplay behind it instead of just like the random TV. We're going to try that with a couple of the first Black Clover reviews and see how those do. And versus, you know, just the static image of the desk and everything. Because I think that having that background footage more might do better. And then we'll kind of judge it from there, you know, with those first like three or four chapters of that final arc and this is also because we have a Fortnite video that i had to edit that um can't use the fucking audio from that because of that game's audience if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah uh so i'm like i'm not fucking editing all of these instances of it out i'm just cutting the whole goddamn audio track 
I mean, I play it like sometimes, <laughs> and that's like extraordinarily, like rarely. I have no like, you know, experience with like the Fortnite community in one way or the other. Yeah. Um, the lobby that we were in, or the games that we got into, just turned to. What sound like you would sound like if you were at a conservative rally? So yeah, that's uh, about all I can say as a white person. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, like all that audio got muted, and then we'll just use that for those first few videos and see how those do. Just you know to try it out because I'd asked like three four months ago if you guys would like that. Most people are like, yeah, let's let's give that a try. And since Thurman and I kind of have full creative control over the main channel, you know, we'll use that instead of messing with the format for, like, the One Piece or the Chainsaw Man videos on that second channel. But just to kind of wrap this up, because we're hitting an hour and 45 minutes here, you know, I, I think the next one that we really should focus on is finishing that boss battle, um, if we can. Or yeah. maybe uh, doing that state of Shonen Jump and then going on to, like, Zangetsu's idea. Because I do like that, is just formatting it to where it would make sense and wouldn't bring up an issue on YouTube. So we gotta toy around with that a little bit. Uh, and then we could potentially do, after that, that Toxic Fandom one. Because I yeah. really want to dive into that Toxic Fandom one, but I want to do it on a week that I'm not super, super busy. And my next few weeks are going to be super, super busy. Well, after next week, I've got two weeks off, so I'll be okay. available then. Okay, perfect. So we'll probably do the Toxic Fandom one then. I'll, I'll make okay. it work. I'll make it work. Um, how I'll make it work, I don't know yet. <laughs> but I'll make it work. Um, but I think, like, four final thoughts on four kids... I, I would love to see a renaissance of, I don't know what you would call it, but like back in the day, they were kind of like YouTube poop, you know, of like people making four kids like dubs of certain shows just to see how absurd they can make them, you know? So I would love for somebody to take like the first two or three episodes of like interspecies reviewers and try to four kidsify it. Or, That'd be really entertaining to see, <laughs> right? I do or not like, personally have the talent to do any of this shit, but I would love to see somebody more talented do that. Or jobless reincarnation, or like the the Alicization arc of Sword Art Online, like oh, <laughs> like the what they would do with the tentacle scene with Sugua. <laughs> No, no, oh. it's, it's just a tickling machine. You know? <laughs> oh, I've got the perfect series for for a type of video like that. Monster Musume. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Please, somebody fucking do this. If they would you're... just replace all the... They would just remove all the sex scenes and it'd just be an ordinary, like, like slice of life. I mean, not sex, sex scenes, because the whole premise of the series is him not banging them so he doesn't <laughs> get married, but... You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah, we know. Uh, like the infamous, I'm going to lay an egg chapter slash episode. Uh, egg laying porno, that was hilarious. Oh, God. So Basically, creepy. yeah, it was. <laughs> like, that that kind of stuff would be so much fun. Like, it, and, like, the legacy that they left. We can't, 
we can't pay enough respect to it. Even if we find it in hindsight, like, a lot of it cringe. Like, just the stupid changes that they've done over the years. But it's given us a chance to get more anime here. You know, like, if it hadn't been for them, we might not... Dragon Ball and Four Kids, the West owes a lot of debt of gratitude to, even if we don't want to admit it. Like, I've had so many arguments with some of our community on Twitter about Dragon Ball, you know, but without Dragon Ball, like, even Four Kids might not have happened. It's wild to think about, like, the, the path that we've taken to get all of these shows over here. Because Dragon Ball was the first one that really, like, hit that mainstream audience, and then four kids kind of started bringing, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and fucking everything else into the fray. And now we have sites like Crunchyroll, Funimation, all this there to kind of help guide the next batch of uh, Weeblets, essentially. Because yeah, for the longest time, like, the media was so niche that we would only get, like, uh, of, like, a few, like, R-rated, like, anime, like, movies, like, OVAs. Like, and Wicked even, City. And very, yeah, and very sparsely, like, actual animated series. Like, man, I feel remembering this. Um, yeah, we get those, like, very sparsely. And it was, it, it the dubbing, well, of course, for most of them was horrendous. <laughs> Wicked fucking city fucking city hunters stuff like that like i recently rewatched city hunter and my god it's so bad <laughs> like, and that's one of the better ones from that era too <laughs> bubblegum crisis anyone remember that i'm really fucking aging myself as well aren't i don't remember that yeah i remember god we're old so i guess i, I kind of want to rewatch it <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Fucking the Pokemon, the first Pokemon movie is 24 years old, and I refuse to believe that. <laughs> it just had its anniversary. It's okay. Oh we, we know we're, we're old. Like, One Piece just had its like 25th anniversary a while back. Like, what, last week? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when do I get my AARP card? <laughs> I, I want that senior discount, damn it. <laughs> uh, the thing, like, like how, like, how many years they push it back, it'll be right. <laughs> Or if it even exists when we're able to qualify for it. I know, right? They're gonna push the goalpost so high, it's just like, oh, you have to be 82? They, they're like, oh. Meanwhile, my head is in a cryo jar. <laughs> I finally got my 15% off at Denny's, everyone! Wait, you're gonna meet Walt Disney? That's crazy. (laughs) Call him a fucking anti-Semite and piss on his grave. Uh, I mean, lovely human being. Salt of the earth. (laughs) Please don't demonetize us. (laughs) Oh, shit. But, like, no, like, I think that that's a great place to end it on. Pissing on Walt Disney's grave, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a point we can all get behind here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Until the next podcast. Peace, everyone. Peace. Peace.